are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. Sapphire Planet. The assassination of Julius Caesar in the Ides of March was not the end for him or Rome. In 42 BC, the Senate deified Caesar as Devius Julius. Devius means deified and not God. The Latin word for God is Duus. This word is used for real deities such as Jupiter and Apollo. However, a Devius is not a deity, but a remarkable person who was as important to Rome as Romulus was. Octavian thus became Divi Filius, the son of the deified. In the same year, Octavian and Antony defeated both Caesar's assassins and the leaders of the liberators, Marcus Junius Brutus and Gaius Cassius Longinus, in the Battle of Philippi. The second triumvirate was marked by the postscriptions of many senators and equities. After a revolt led by Antonio's brother Lucas Antonius, more than 300 senators and equities involved were executed on the anniversary of the Ides of March, although Lucius was spared. The Triumvirate described several important men, including Cicero, whom Antony hated, Quintus Tellus Cicero, the younger brother of the orator, and more shockingly, Lucius Julius Caesar, cousin and friend of the acclaimed general for his support of Cicero. However, Lucius was pardoned 
perhaps because of his sister Julia, had intervened for him. The Triumvirate divided the empire among the triumvirs. Lepidius was left in charge of Africa, Antony the eastern provinces, and Octavian remained in Italy and controlled Hispania and Gaul. The second Triumvirate expired in the year 38 BC, but was renewed for five more years. However, the relationship between Octavian and Antony had deteriorated, and Lepidus was forced to retire in 36 BC after betraying Octavian in Sicily. By the end of the Triumvirate, Antony was living in Egypt, an independent and rich kingdom ruled by Antony's lover, Cleopatra VII. Antony's affair with Cleopatra was seen as an act of treason, since she was queen of another country, and Antony was adopting an extravagant and Hellenistic lifestyle that was considered inappropriate for a Roman statesman. Following Antony's donations of Alexandria, which gave to Cleopatra the title of Queen of Kings, and to Antony's and Cleopatra's children, the regal titles to the newly conquered eastern territories, the war between Octavian and Antony broke out. Octavian annihilated Egyptian forces in the Battle of Ancytium in 31 BC. Antony and Cleopatra committed suicide. Now Egypt was conquered by the Roman Empire and for the Romans, a new era had begun. In the year 27 BC, Octavian was the sole Roman leader. His leadership brought the zenith of the Roman civilization that lasted for two centuries. In that year, he took the name Augustus. That event is usually taken by historians as the beginning of the Roman Empire, although Rome was an imperial state since the year 146 BC, when Carthage was raised by Scipio Aemilius and Greece was conquered by Lucius Mummius. Officially, the government was a republican, but Augustus assumed absolute powers. Besides that, the empire was safer, happier, and more glorious than the Roman Republic. The Julio-Claudian dynasty was established by Augustus. The emperors of this dynasty were Augustus, Tiberius Caligula, Claudius, and Nero. The dynasty is so-called due to the Gens Julia family of Augustus and the Gens Claudia family of Tiberius. The Julio-Claudians started the destruction of the Republican values, but on the other hand, they boosted Rome's status as the central power in the world. While Caligula and Nero 
are usually remembered as madmen or mean emperors in popular culture. Augustus and Claudius were great emperors in politics and military. This dynasty instituted imperial tradition in Rome and frustrated any attempts to re-establish the Republic. Augustus gathered almost all the Republican powers under his official title of Princeps. He had the power of consul, which was Princeps Senatus, Aedile, Censor, and Tribune, including Tribution Sancrosanctity. This was the base of the emperor's power. Augustus also styled himself as Imperator Gainus Julius Caesar Divus Phililius, Commander Gainus Julius Caesar, son of the Deified One. With this title, he not only boasted his familiar link to his Deified Father Julius Caesar, but the use of Imperator signified a permanent link to the Roman tradition of victory. He also diminished the senatorial class influence in politics by boosting the equestrian class. The senators lost their right to rule certain provinces, like Egypt, since the governor of that province was directly nominated by the emperor. The creation of the Praetorian Guard and his reforms in military, setting the number of legions in 28, ensured his total control of the army. Compared with the second Triumvirates epoch, Augustus's reign as Princeps was very peaceful. This peace and richness that was granted by the agrarian province of Egypt led people and nobles of Rome to support Augustus and increased his strength in political affairs. In military activity, Augustus was absent at battles. His generals were responsible for the field command, gaining much respect from the populace and the legions, such as Marcus Vipsanus Agrippa, Nero, Claudius, Drusus, and Germanicus. Augustus intended to extend the Roman Empire to the whole known world. and his reign, Roman con- had conquered Cantabria Antiquia, Raetia, Dalmatia, Iricilium, and Pania. Under Augustus's reign, Roman literature grew steadily in the golden age of Latin literature. Poets like Virgil, Horace, Ovid, and Rufus developed a rich literature and were close friends of Augustus. Along with Mesenius, he stimulated patriotic poems as Virgil's epic Aeneid 
and also historiographical works like those of Livy. The works of this literary age lasted through Roman times and are now considered classics. Augustus also continued the shifts on the calendar promoted by Caesar, and the month of August is named after him. Augustus brought a peaceful and thriving era to Rome that is known as Pax Augusta or Pax Romana, Roman peace. Augustus died in the year 14 AD, but the empire's glory continued after his era. The Judeo-Claudians continue to rule Rome after Augustus' death, and they remain in power until the death of Nero in the year 68 AD. Augustus' favorites for succeeding him were already dead, and in his sciences, his nephew Marcellus died in 23 BC. His friend and military commander Agrippa in 12 BC and his grandson Gaius Caesar in 4 AD. With no heirs or friends left, he was influenced by his wife, Livia Drusilia. Augustus appointed Tiberius, her son from another marriage, as his heir. The Senate agreed to this unusual succession and granted to Tiberius the same titles and honors once granted to Augustus. The title of Princeps and Pater Paetri and the Civic Crown. However, Tiberius was not an enthusiastic of political affairs. After agreement with the Senate, he retired to Capri in the year 26 AD and left control of the city of Rome in the hands of the Praetorian perfect Sanginus until the year 31 AD and Macro from 31 to 37 AD. Tiberius was regarded as an evil and melancholic man who may have ordered the murder of his relatives, the popular general Germanicus in 19 AD and his own son, Drusus Julius Caesar, in 23 AD. Tiberius died, or was killed, it is unknown, in the year 37 AD. The male line of the Julio-Claudians were limited to Tiberius's nephew, Claudius, his grandson, Tiberius Gemellus, and his grandnephew, Caligula. As Gemellus was still a child, Caligula was chosen to rule the empire. Being a popular leader in the first half of his reign, Caligula became a crude and insane tyrant in his years controlling government. The historian Sustainus states that he committed incest with his sisters killed some men just for amusement, 
and nominated a horse for councilship. The Praetorian Guard murdered Caligula four years after the death of Tiberius and with belated support from the senators proclaimed his uncle Claudius as the new emperor. Claudius was not as authoritarian as Tiberius and Caligula. Claudius conquered Lycia and Thrace and his most important deed was the beginning of the conquest of Britain. Claudius was poisoned by his wife, Agrippina the Younger, in the year 54 AD. His heir was Nero, son of Agrippina and her former husband, since Claudius' son, Britannicus, had not reached manhood upon his father's death, Nero is widely known as the first persecutor of Christians and for the great fire of Rome, started by the emperor himself. Nero faced many revolts during his reign, like the Pisonian Conspiracy and the First Jewish-Roman War. Although Nero defeated these rebels, he could not overthrow the revolt led by Galba. The Senate soon declared Nero a public enemy and he committed suicide. The Flavians were the second dynasty to rule Rome. In 68 AD, the year of Nero's death, there was no chance of return to the old and traditional Roman Republic. Thus, a new emperor had to rise. After the turmoil in the year of the four emperors, Titus Flavus Vespasianus took control of the empire and established a new dynasty. Under the Flavians, Rome continued its expansion and the state remained secure. Vespasian was a great general under Claudius and Nero. He fought as a commander in the first Jewish-Roman War along with his son Titus. Following the turmoil of the year of the four emperors, in, 19, in the year 1669 AD, four emperors were enthroned. Galba, Otho, Vitalius, and Vespinian. He crushed Vitalius's forces and became emperor. Vespasian reconstructed many buildings which were uncompleted, like a statue of Apollo and the temple of Divius Claudius, the deified Claudius. Both projects were initiated by Nero. Buildings once destroyed by the great fire of Rome were rebuilt and he revitalized the capital. Vespasian also started the construction of the Flavian Amphitheater 
more commonly known as the Colosseum. The historians Josephus and Pliny the Elder wrote their works during Vespasian's reign. Vespasian was Josephus' sponsor, and Pliny dedicated his Naturalist Historia to Titus, son of Vespasian. Vespasian sent legions to defend the eastern frontier and Cappadocia, extended the occupation in Britain, and renewed the tax system. He finally died in the year 79 AD. Titus had a short-lived rule. He was emperor from 79 to 81 AD. He finished the Flavian Amphitheater, the Colosseum, which was constructed with war spoils from the first Jewish-Roman War and promoted games that lasted for hundreds of days. These games were for celebrating the victory in the Jewish-Roman War and included gladiatorial combats, chariot races, and a sensational mock naval battle that flooded the grounds of the Colosseum. Titus died of fever in 81 AD, being succeeded by his brother Domitian. As emperor, Domitian assumed totalitarian characteristics and thought he could be a new Augustus and tried to make a personal cult of himself. Titus constructed a line of roads and fortifications on the borders of modern-day Germany and his general Gainus Julius Ercola conquered much of Britain, leading the Roman world so far as Scotland. On the other hand, his failed war against Dacia was humiliating defeat. Domitian ruled for 15 years after his brother's death, and his reign was marked by his attempts to compare himself to the gods. He constructed at least two temples in honor of Jupiter, the greatest deity in Roman religion. He also liked to be called Domnius et Duus, which translates to Master and God. The nobles disliked his rule, and his, he was murdered by a conspiracy involving his own wife, Domitia Longinia, in the year 96 AD. During the rule of the Nerva Antine, Rome reached its territorial and economical apogee. This time was a peaceful one for Rome. The criteria for choosing an emperor were the qualities of the candidate and no longer ties to kinship. Additionally, there were no civil wars or no military defeats in that time. Following Domitia's murder, the Senate rapidly appointed Nerva 
to hold imperial dignity. This was the first time that senators chose the emperor since Octavian was honored with the title princeps and Augustus. Nerva had a notable ancestry and he served as an advisor to Nero and the Flavians. His rule restored many of the liberties once taken by Numitian and started the last golden era of Rome. Nerva died in the year 98 AD and his, the successor was his heir, the general Tarjan. Trajan was born in a non-patrician family from Hispania and his preeminence emerged in the army under Domitian. He is the second of the five good emperors, the first being Nerva. Trajan was greeted by the people of Rome with great enthusiasm, which he justified by governing well and without the bloodiness that had marked Domitian's reign. He freed many people who had been unjustly imprisoned by Domitian and returned a great deal of private property that Domitian had confiscated, a process begun by Nerva before his death. Trajan conquered the Shia and defeated the kings of Decibolus who had defeated Domitian's forces. In the First Achaean War, years 101 to 102 AD, the defeated Dacia became a client kingdom. In the Second Dacian War, years 105 to 106 AD, Trajan completely devastated the enemy's resistance and annexed Dacia to the empire. Trajan also annexed the client state of Nebatia to form the province of the Arabian Patria, which included the lands of southern Syria and northwestern Arabia. He erected many buildings that have survived to this day, such as Trajan's Foreman, the Trajan's Forum, Trajan's Market, and Trajan's Column. His main architect was Apollodorus of Damascus. Apollodorus made the project of the Forum and of the Column, and also reformed the Pantheon. Trajan's triumphal arches in Anacona and Benevenium are other constructions projected by him. In Dacian War, Apollodorus made great bridge over the Danube for Trajan. Trajan's final war was against Parthia. When Parthia appointed a king for Armenia, who was unacceptable to Rome. At that time, Parthia and Rome shared dominance over Armenia. So Trajan declared war. He probably wanted to be the first Roman leader to conquer Parthia and repeat the glory of Alexander the Great, 
conqueror of Asia, whom Trajan next followed in the clash of Greek Romans and the Persian cultures. In the year 113 AD, Trajan marched to Armenia and deposed the local king. In the year 115 AD, Trajan turned south into the core of Parthenian, taking the northern Mesopotamian cities Anisbius and Bantinia, and organizing a province of Mesopotamia in the beginning of the year of 116, when coins were issued announcing that Armenia and Mesopotamia had been put under the authority of the Roman people. In that same year, he captured Parthenia after defeating the Parthenian revolt and a Jewish revolt. He withdrew due to health issues. In the year 117 AD, his illness grew and he died of edema. He nominated Hadrian as his heir. Under Trajan's leadership, the Roman Empire reached the peak of its territorial expansion. Rome's domain now spanned 2.5 million square miles or 6.5 million kilometers. The prosperity brought by Nerva and Trajan continue in the reigns of some subsequent emperors, from Hadrian to Marcus Aulerius. Hadrian reduced, withdrew all the troops stationed in Parthia and Mesopotamia, abandoning Trajan's conquest. Hadrian's government was very peaceful. Since he avoided wars, he constructed fortifications and walls, like the famous Hadrian Wall between Roman Britain and the barbarians of modern-day Scotland. A famous Philhellenist, he promoted culture, specifically the Greek culture. He also forbade torture and humanized the laws. Hadrian built many aqueducts, baths, libraries, and theaters. Additionally, he traveled nearly every single province in the empire to check the military and infrastructural conditions. After Hadrian's death in the year 138 AD, his successor, Antonius Pius, built temples, theaters, and mausoleums, promoted the arts and sciences, and bestowed honors and financial rewards upon the teachers of rhetoric and philosophy. Antonius made few initial changes when he became emperor leaving intact as far as possible the arrangements instituted by Hadrian. Antonius expanded the Roman Britain by invading the southern Scotland and building the Anatine Wall. He also continued Hadrian's policy of humanizing the laws. He died in the year 161 AD. Marcus Aulerius, known as the philosopher, 
was the last of the five good emperors. He was a Stoic philosopher and wrote a book called Meditations. He defeated barbarian tribes in the Macromanic Wars, as well as the Parthian Empire. His co-emperor, Lucius Verus, died in the year 169 AD, probably victim of the Antonian Plague, a pandemic that swept nearly 5 million people through the empire in the years 165 to 180 AD. From Nerva to Marcus Aurelius, the empire achieved an unprecedented happy and glorious status. The powerful influence of laws and manners had gradually cemented the union of all the provinces. All the citizens enjoyed and abused the advantages of wealth. The image of a free constitution was preserved with decent reverence. The Roman Senate appeared to possess the sovereign authority and devolved on the emperors all the executive powers of government. The five good emperors rule is considered the greatest error of the empire. Commodus, son of Marcus Aurelius, became emperor after his father's death. He is not counted in the five good emperors group. Firstly, because he had a direct kinship with the latter emperor. In addition, he was not like his predecessors in personality and acts. Commodus usually took part on gladiator combats, a symbol of brutality and roughness. Since a gladiator was always a slave and was a cruel, lewd, and narcissistic man, he killed many citizens and in his reign is the beginning of the Roman decadence as stated by Cassius Dio. From a kingdom of gold to one of iron and rust. Commodus was killed by a conspiracy involving Quintus Amelius Laetus and his wife Marcia in the late year 192 AD. The following year is known as the year of the five emperors. Pertinax, Didius Julius, Persinius Niger, Claudius Albinius, and Septimus Servius fought for the imperial dignity. After many battles against the other generals, Severus established himself as the new emperor. He and his successors governed with the legion's support, and they paid money for this support. The changes on the coinage and military expenditures were the root of the financial crisis that marked the crisis of the third century. Severus was enthroned 
after invading Rome and having Didius Julianus killed. His two other rivals, Pescinius Niger and Claudius Albanus, were both hailed as Imperator. Severius quickly subdued Niger and promised to Albanius the title of Caesar, which meant he would be co-emperor. However, Severus betrayed Albanius by blaming him on a plot against his life. Severus marched to Gaul and defeated Albinus. For these acts, Machiavelli said that Severus was a ferocious lion and a clever fox. Severus attempted to revive totalitarianism and in an address to people of the Senate, he praised the severity and cruelty of Marius and Sulla, which worried the senators. When Parthia invaded Roman territory, Severus waged war against that country. He seized the cities of Nisbius, Babylon, and Seleucia, reaching Tesphon, the Parthenian capital. He ordered a great blunder, a great plunder, and his army slew and captured many people. Albeit this military success, he failed in invading Hatra, a rich Arabian city. Severus killed his legate, for the latter was gaining respect from the legions, and his soldiers were hit by famine. After this disastrous campaign, he withdrew. Severus also intended to vanquish the whole of Britain. In order to achieve this, he waged war against the Caledonians. After many casualties in the army due to the terrain and the barbarians' ambushes, Severus went himself into the field. However, he became ill and died in the year 211 AD. Upon the death of Servus, his sons Caracalla and Geta were made emperors. Caracalla murdered his brother in that same year. Like his father, Caracalla was a warlike man. He continued Severus's policies and gained respect from the legions. Caracalla was a cruel man and ordered several slayings during his reign. He ordered the death of people in his own circle, like his tutor, Silo, and a friend of his father, Papinian. Knowing that the citizens of Alexandria disliked him and were speaking ill of his character, he slew almost the entire population of the city. Arriving there, he served a banquet for the notable citizens. After that, his soldiers killed all the guests, and he marched into the city with the army, 
slaying most of Alexandria's people. In 212 AD, he issued the Edict of Caracalla, giving full Roman citizenships to all free men living in the empire. Caracalla was murdered by one of his own soldiers during the campaign in Parthia in the year 217 AD. The Praetorian perfect Macrius, who ordered Caracalla's murder, assumed power. His brief reign ended a year later, in the year 218 AD, when the youngster Elgabalus, a relative of the Cerevi, gained support from the legionnaires and fought against Macmius. Elagbalus was an incompetent ruler who was well known for extreme extravagance. Agalabus was succeeded by his cousin Alexander Servius. Alexander waged war against many foes like the revitalized Persian and German peoples who invaded Gaul. His losses made the soldiers dissatisfied with the emperor and some of them killed him during his German campaign in the year 235 AD. A disastrous scenario emerged after the death of Alexander Servius. The Roman state was plagued by civil wars, external invasions, political chaos, pandemics, and economic depressions. The old Roman values had fallen, and Mithraism and Christianity had begun to spread through the populace. Emperors were no longer men linked with nobility. They usually were born in lower classes of distant parts of the empire. These men rose to prominence through military ranks and became emperors through civil wars. There were 26 emperors in a 49-year period, a signal of political instability. Maximus Thrax was the first ruler of that time, governing for just three years. Others ruled for just a few months, like Gordian I and Gordian II, Balbinus and Hostilian. The population and the frontiers were abandoned, since the emperors were mostly concerned with defeating rivals and establishing their powers. The economy also suffered during that epoch. The massive military expenditures from the Servi caused a devaluation of Roman coins. Hyperinflation came as this time as well. 
The plague of Cyprian broke out in 250 AD and killed a huge portion of the population. In 260 AD, the provinces of Syria, Palestinia, Asia Minor, and Egypt separated from the rest of the Roman state to form the Palmyrene Empire, ruled by Queen Zenobia and centered on Palmaria. In that same year, the Gallic Emperor was created by Postumus, retaining Britain and Gaul. These countries separated from Rome after the capture of Emperor Valerian, who was the first Roman ruler to be captured by enemies. Valerian was captured and executed by the Sassanids of Persia, a humiliating fact for the Romans. The crisis beginning to recede during the reigns of Claudius Gothicus in the years 268 to 270 AD, who defeated the Goth invaders and Illyrian the year 271 and 275, who reconquered both Gallic and Palmyrian empires. During the reign of Diocletian, a more competent ruler, the crisis of the third century was over. In the year 284 AD, Diocletian was hailed as Imperator by Eastern legions. Diocletian healed the empire from the crisis by political and economic shifts. A new form of government was established, the Tetrarchy. The empire was divided amongst four emperors, two in the west and two in the east. The first Tetrarchs were Diocletian in the east, Maximian in the west, and two junior emperors, Gallerus in the east and Flavus Constantis to the west. To adjust the economy, Diocletian made several tax reforms. Diocletian expelled the Persians who plundered Syria and conquered some barbarian tribes with Maximian. He adopted many behaviors of Eastern monarchs, like wearing pearls and golden sandals and robes. Anyone in the presence of the emperor now had to prostrate himself, a common act in the East, but never practiced in Rome before. Diocletian did not use a disguised form of the Republic, as the other emperors since Augustus had done. Diocletian was also responsible for a significant Christian persecution. In the year 303 AD, he and Galerius started the persecutions and ordered the destruction of all the Christian churches and scripts and forbade Christian worship. Diocletian abdicated in 305 AD 
together with Maximin. Thus, he was the first Roman emperor to resign. His reign ended the traditional form of imperial rule, the Principate from Princeps, and started the Dominate from Dominius, which meant master. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.